Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. I, you know, I, we talked a little bit about, you know, the deposit for bottles and cans going from 5 to 10 cents, and I, I wondered two things. One is, you know, with that make people start bringing them back to the the return places more and how would it impact actually the recycling you put out in front of your house and you know the first piece i saw even related to it was uh by john moritz with ct insider and we he's got a bunch of good stuff he's written about lately but i wanted to have him on to talk about this first uh he joined us now on brian and company john good morning happy new year happy new year thanks for having me and it was good to meet you finally, by the way. It was good to put a, a, a face to the name. So I, I met you. Was it the governor's? I think it was the governor's. Yeah, at, the, uh, at his holiday party. Yeah, the team CT Insider like could take <laughs> over like an army in there. Um, I wanted to ask you, first and foremost, people didn't see the piece. This change to 5 to $0.10, cents, has it led to like a pop in redemption? Yeah, so I actually went up to one of these redemption centers uh, in Watertown last Friday. And when I showed up at 10 a.m., the line was already uh, snaking out the door and into the, the driveway with people who had, you know, carrying gigantic bags filled with hundreds of, uh, you know, plastic water bottles, cans, things like that, waiting to redeem them. And a couple of the people uh, that I spoke to, in fact, said that they had been saving up uh, stockpiling for weeks or months uh, because they knew that they could get a higher return come January 1st. And so do you think it was like the the demand for that since some people were sort of holding on to stuff at the end of 2023 that it'll be it was just sort of front loaded kind of crush or it will it be a sustained increase? Yeah, talking to people in the business they definitely uh expected there to be kind of a little bit of insanity the first uh, couple weeks of the year that will eventually slow down to normal, but the part of the reason they made this change in the first place is they wanted to increase the redemption rate all around Connecticut. You know, in the past couple of years, fewer than half of the bottles and cans that are eligible for this program uh, have been brought to redemption centers. So the, the the aim here was to boost it also in the long term. I don't think you wrote about it in the piece. At least I don't remember seeing it. But I, the other question I have is how is this going to impact like localized recycling efforts? Because I would say for mine, I don't know what the percentage is, but it's a decent percentage of what I put out on the town's pickup is bottles and cans. And if people start bringing them to the redemption centers, then I don't know, they, they might not recycle enough through the town. Yeah, so the law itself doesn't uh, address what happens through, you know, the blue bin that you put out on the curb. Uh, there are people, obviously, uh, who collect bottles and cans for, from people's blue bins that they put out that they take in right. to be redeemed. But the, the bill itself doesn't uh, impact 
the system of carting that's handled by your local municipality. Yeah, no, I just wonder from a cost benefit, like, well, I wonder if the, mm-hmm. the volume they pick up will go down and then it'll be well, more expensive. There are the, the bills, uh, the bill that this, the bottles and cans that this covers, I mean, hundreds of millions of these things are being sold in Connecticut every quarter, not even every year. So uh, there's plenty to go around. Yeah. We're talking with John Moritz from CT Insider. If you don't mind, I'd like to ask about uh, aid and dying and, and the Hartford line as well. Sure. Um, you know, I I have elderly parents, and I've seen a lot of my 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 spouse, my friends who have elderly parents and sick and and suffering. And I, you know, I, I have my own philosophy for myself. Uh, it might change as I get older because you know maybe I'll cling on to life a little differently when I have grandkids and so on and so forth. But you know, the story you wrote on it was, was, was really compelling. And, you know, was it because this person that you profiled was sort of the first person to do this in Vermont was easy to find? I mean, I find it, it was it difficult as a reporter to get the person and then get the story? Certainly. It was. Uh, so for people who haven't read the story, uh, I sat down with a woman in her home in Bridgeport by the name of uh, Linda Bluestein, uh early in December, and she spoke about her uh, journey through advocating for aid and dying legislation as well as her own she, uh, cancer diagnosis at the time. She had been diagnosed with three different forms of cancers, uh, and she had not uh, a very long prognosis, not very long um, outlook in which she expected to live. Uh, at the time that I spoke to her in early December, she had been making plans uh, to go to Vermont uh, in early February, and take advantage of the state's uh, aid and dying law, which she had sued earlier in the year to become the first non-Vermont resident to be able to take advantage of the law. Almost all the states that have these types of laws uh, restrict it only to state residents. Vermont and Oregon are now two of the outliers. So she was the, the first to come from out of state to uh, go to Vermont. Uh, in the end, uh, several weeks after I spoke to her, uh, according to her family, her condition worsened. And last week, uh, she went up to Vermont early, got the medication from a pharmacist, and uh, was with her family as she passed away. Now, I don't advocate people doing anything. I just like to get the information out and have the conversation. And, and so it's, and I know it's a bit of a morbid topic, but you know, I have two quick questions here in our last 90 seconds. Mm-hmm. One is, and I know New Jersey has one too, because you have another person there who, who's going to actually re- planning to relocate to New Jersey to not have to mm-hmm. deal with it. I, is it something that, it, 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 are there no screens for it at all? Can you just walk into a pharmacy and ask for it? Like, I don't understand how it works. In, 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 no, in, in every state it's different. In Vermont, you have, to have, uh, you have to have approval from two different physicians, basically saying this person has a terminal illness, they have less than six months to live. Um, and the, the, there are very specific rules about what relationships you're, you're allowed to have uh, with those physicians. One of the physicians essentially has to be, you know, kind of completely blind to your medical uh, history uh, so that they're not uh, and, and have no uh, prior connections to you so that their uh, judgment is not deemed to be influenced by anything else. But you have to have Two separate physician approvals uh, before you would go to a pharmacy. Got it. And then last question, is this going to come up again in the next legislative session, and is there any chance that it'll it'll come to a vote? Yeah, so in doing this summary, that's one of the things I asked the lawmakers about, supporters of the legislation, certainly 
say that they are looking at bringing this legislation back. Uh, in the past couple of years that this has been brought up, it's died in one specific committee, the Judiciary Committee, where it's pretty clear that there's not support and the chairman of the committee uh, does not support the bill. Spoke to him and he has indicated that he has not seen uh, much openness. Uh, he has not seen that openness change in the past year, which would seem to um, be a significant barrier for the yeah. bill. All right, you can go to ctinsider.com to read it, uh, both pieces. Good stuff, John. I appreciate the time and the work. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.